Come on, there's no God like our God. He's a rock in a weary land. Praise God. Hallelujah. It is good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. It is good to be in Union City. Amen. I love and appreciate Brother and Sister Uzzle. They are um, not only great friends and great people, uh, but they are inspirers uh, to the apostolic movement. And uh, I've been pastoring for six weeks, and I've already got some things instituted that I saw in Union City. Amen. If it works, do it. That's what I say. If it quits working, find something else that is working. Hallelujah. But it is good to be here with them. I love and appreciate them very, very much. And uh, baby Jesus, amen. Madison, he's their chosen son. Hallelujah. And uh, then there's Brandon and Dwayne, their wives. I love these guys. I'm going to tell you something. I was talking to a preacher uh, last night, in fact. And I said, uh, God is going to find Brandon Uzzle, and uh, the world is going to hear about him. And uh, I believe that in Jesus' name. I don't know if that's prophetic, but I feel it in the Holy Ghost. And uh, Brother Dwayne, what a great man of God he is, a great preacher. If you're a pastor and you haven't had him come preach, you need to have him preach for you. Amen. And... Uh, I love and appreciate them and their families, and uh, it is good to be here. Give honor to all the ministering brethren that are here. Those of you that I know and don't know, God bless you. And uh, it is good to be teamed up with Brother Tiller. And uh, I don't say this to flatter, but Brother Tiller is one of my heroes. Amen. I was going to youth camp, and uh, I'll never forget it, Brother Tiller. I went to Youth Congress in Indianapolis. First meeting I'd ever been to. I left my little uh, hillbilly church in Alabama. And I walked into an arena with 10,000 people. And uh, Brother Tiller preached that night. Something happened to me. And uh, I've never forgot it. I still remember him standing there preaching. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And uh, young people just running to the altar, getting rid of stuff out of their life. I'll tell you something. God, Godly righteous preaching still works. Amen. Paul told Felix, the Bible said they reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and the judgment to come. And Felix trembled. If you want to move the world, we don't want to find a new message. We don't want to figure something out. But righteousness and the coming of the Lord still works. Praise God. Amen. It is good to be here. I'm glad my wife is with me. Amen. I had a man tell me, I know it's late. I'm not going to preach a long time, I hope. I had a preacher. Well, he wasn't a preacher, just a good man. He pulled me to the side one day and he said, Brother Wells, he said, you know what the best thing about you is? And I thought he was going to tell me what a good guy I was or something. <laughs> I was ready to hear a compliment. He said, I said, well, Brother Joe, what is it? He said, your wife. Amen. And I had to agree. She is the best part of me. And I love her. Glad she's with me. Praise God. My three little children are, it's been six weeks since they saw their grandparents. And we came past their house. So that's where they are. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Genesis chapter forty. Genesis chapter 42 It is good to be here With my friend Brother Wesley Jackson And I love him Appreciate him very much All the other ministers God bless you I don't want to start calling names Because I'll forget somebody Amen Thank you so much Brother Uzzle For the nice room The wonderful basket I'm sure you didn't have anything to do with it But uh, somebody did And they were kind and considerate and uh, they put me some cheese crackers in there, amen. And uh, I love cheese crackers. And I believe I preached about that one time here. Amen. Good to see Brother Daniel back there, too. Love him. Uh, Brother Brent Daniels, amen. Love him. His wife and children, amen. Genesis 42, I'm going to preach quick. Amen. 
If you'll listen quick, I'll preach quick. Amen. Genesis 42, verse 36. Jacob, their father, said unto them, Me have ye bereaved of my children. Joseph is not. Simeon is not. And ye will take Benjamin away. All these things are against me. Reuben spake unto his father, saying, Slay my two sons, if I bring him not to thee, deliver him into mine hand, and I will bring him to thee again. He said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, he is left alone. If mischief befall him, by the way in the which ye go, then shall ye bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave. Chapter 43, verse 1, The famine was sore in the land. It came to pass when they had eaten up the corn which they had brought out of Egypt. Their father said unto them, Go again. Buy us, say this with me, a little. Buy us a little food. Judah spake unto him, saying, The man did solemnly protest unto us, saying, You shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. If thou wilt send our brother with us, we will go down and buy thee food. But if thou wilt not send him, we will not go down. For the man said unto us, You shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. Israel said, Wherefore dealt ye so ill with me as to tell the man why you had a brother or whether ye had yet a brother? They said, The man asked us straightly of our state and of our kindred, saying, Is your father yet alive? Have ye another brother? And we told him according to the tenor of these words. Could we certainly know that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Judah said, Here we go, Unto Israel his father, Send the lad with me. If you're a preacher, you know where I'm going. (laughs) Send the lad with me. And we will arise and go. That we may live and not die. Both we and thou. And also our little ones. I will be surety for him of my hand shalt thou require him if it bring if I bring him not unto thee and set him before thee, let me bear the blame for ever. Amen. Jacob said Joseph is not Simeon is not and now you want Benjamin. And this is where we're at in the apostolic movement. I can't risk losing Benjamin. I can't extend myself anymore. Joseph is not. Simeon is not. And if I extend Benjamin, I might lose him too. But Judah said, if you'll send him with me, We will come again. God have mercy. Holy Ghost is going to have to help us in Jesus' name. I want to preach tonight the help of the Holy Ghost. All these things are against me. Amen. All these things are against me. Let's ask the Holy Ghost to help us. Father, we trust you. We lean upon the Word of God tonight. We lean upon the Spirit. I pray, Lord, that the anointing of the Holy Ghost would guide my mind, guide my spirit, uh, help me to preach what you would have me to preach. uh, In the name of Jesus Christ, would you clap your hands with all of your might and shout unto God with your voice. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. God bless you for standing. You may be seated. Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, 
He is the picture. He is the face. He is the physical endowment of God's prophetic words to Abraham and to Isaac. In the book of Genesis chapter 22, God spoke to Abraham while he was yet without a son, still married to a barren woman. And God said, Thy seed shall be as the sand of the sea and the stars of the heaven. Through thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. God's promises were to a man that was upwards in years. His wife was past bearing. The Bible says they had no son. Her response to the prophetic unction from God was to laugh at the face of the angel. I want to tell you tonight that it doesn't matter what God's word comes to. Doesn't matter the situation the word of God finds you in. Doesn't matter what prophecy meets you in your circumstances. The word of God is not bound by time. It's not bound by situation. It's not bound by circumstance. God told a barren woman and an old man, not only are you going to have a son, you're going to have the whole world be blessed through your seed. Abraham dies. Isaac has two sons. When God spoke to Rebekah, his wife, and told her she was pregnant. He said, there aren't two children in you. There are two nations in your womb. Those two sons were born. Jacob, the heel grabber, the supplanter, and Esau, the despiser. They are born. Jacob has uh, his sons. He is married uh, to Leah and uh, his other wife. Uh, and they uh, become the father. He becomes the father of 12 sons. And all of these promises and all of these prophecies are bound up in the hand and the life of Jacob and his 12 sons. In the book of Genesis chapter 35 verse 11, the Bible tells Jacob, a nation and a company of nations are going to be of thy seed. I want to tell you something, that there were prophecies that weren't just regional, they weren't just local, they were global. God said, through thy seed, the whole world, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed through thy seed. There's still that unfulfilled prophecy that says thy seed shall be as the stars of the heaven and the sand of the seashore. And the Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 42 that this fulfillment of all of these prophecies, the bearer of all of these God promises, the one whose seed was supposed to be as the sand of the sea and the stars of the heaven looks at his situation situation and his circumstance and he says we are about to die there's a famine in the land we are out of food brother tiller he's supposed to look at his seed and see nations and a company of nations but the bible says if he numbered them all he could count about 70 so. And they are about to starve to death. Jacob looks at all the unfulfilled prophecies. He looks at all the unfulfilled promises. I'm supposed to see nations. I'm supposed to see companies of nations. I'm supposed to be counting the sea, the stars, and the sand. But all I see are 70 starving babies. And not only are there 70 starving children, but Jacob is living a life 
of complete, utter disappointment. Because he lets us to know that for 20 years, Joseph is not. He's gone. In his mind, he's dead. In his mind, he was torn asunder by some beast. And he becomes living a life for the abandon of simply saying, Joseph is not. Now I want to tell you as a preacher with integrity, I don't often put a lot of stock in the meaning of names. If you get over in the New Testament, you can get in trouble by putting names and preaching the meaning of names. But in the Old Testament, especially in Genesis, when you read a name, it was more than a name. Because the Bible says that Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph, that when they would stand and call the name of their sons that it had meaning attached to it. Judah is a lion's whelp. The scepter shall not pass from thee till Shiloh comes. Reuben, you're unstable as water. And Joseph, the one who is not, his name simply means the ability to add. And then God looks at this man. He's supposed to have nations. He's supposed to have sand like the seashore and stars like the heaven but he looks at his life and he looks at 70 children and he says my ability to have revival my ability to add my ability to grow is not Joseph is not I don't know about you but you're looking at a pastor. I'm sick and tired of just simply saying, I don't know why we don't have revival. I don't know why it's not here. I'm tired of listening to preachers tell me revival is not. It's just not here. I've been beating my brains. I've come to preach that it's time for the apostolic church to find Joseph again. Too many prophecies that are hanging over my head to live life like this. Joseph is not. Somebody's got to stand up and say, I've got sand, I got stars, I got nations, I got to find Joseph. And so he's living. Clutching. Oh, I wish I could preach tonight. He's clutching. Hold on. The leftovers of his ability to add. Revival is hanging in the closet. And it's a bloody torn coat of many colors. Joseph is not. I've got what he used to have. I've got the garment he used to wear. When I saw that, my God, when I saw those stripes on that garment, I could read the name Joseph and think, God's going to give me sand. God's going to give me stars. God's going to give me nations. But Joseph is not. And he opens the door to a closet. And there's a bloody coat. A 20 year old coat. Come on! 20 years I've been living without revival. 20 years I've been looking at the leftovers. Ah, 20 years I've been reliving the moment when revival slipped out of my So I've decided to live life like this. Joseph is not. But I still got Simeon. Simeon's name means to hear. I can still hear from God. And I still got Benjamin, the son of my right hand. The son of my power. The son of my strength. We can dance on Sunday night. We can shout and huck a buck. But Joseph is not. 
still got Simeon. I still got Benjamin. But I don't have the nations or the sand or the stars. Because Joseph is not. And when you live without revival, you start numbering 70 souls. We're going to die. We're starving. What are we going to do? How are we going to live in the world where the Supreme Court passes? All these things are against me. I want to tell you something. The apostolic church can look at the temperature of the world right now. And it can look at the climate. And it can look at a bloody coat hanging in a closet. And say, I guess we'll just wait till Jesus comes. It's going to get a little sticky, but bear with me. But Jacob goes to a conference where they're talking about bus ministry and they're talking about black people and Spanish people and Filipinos and Hindus getting the Holy Ghost. And he says, I heard they had corn in Egypt. The apostolic church. We got prophecies. Jacob's got all these promises. Sand on the sea. Stars in the heaven. Nation. But he's wandering around in a wilderness. Starving. But I still got Simeon. We got the best preachers in Pentecost. We got the best preachers in the world. I still got Simeon. Go ahead. We can dance, we can shout, we can run. I still got Benjamin, but Joseph is not. But he heard there's corn in Egypt. And so he says to his ten sons, but watch who he does not sin. Can't lose my power. Don't let Benjamin out of your sight. You boys go see if there's anything to it. We'll knock on doors. We'll throw out some waters. But we're not going to go in the power and demonstration of the Spirit. We're going to keep him close. Because it's too risky. If he goes to Egypt, I'll lose him. You know, brother, as you keep using them people, you're going to lose your... Don't You can't go to Egypt too many times. You're going to lose Benjamin. So these ten sons go to Egypt. They buy corn. But Joseph's in Egypt. Jacob said, Joseph is not. But Joseph is in Egypt. I don't have revival. I've got the hang up of the lost memory, the dregs, the torn place where I lost revival. And the whole time he's been mourning it, it's been in Egypt. They stand before Joseph, I'm going to preach. You may not have me back, but I'm going to preach. And Joseph says, Revival, ask the church, Who are you? The world wants to know who we are. They want to know, is it real? Church ain't working. The church they're going to down the street's not working. And the world says, Who are you? Watch how they answered. We know how to answer, Brother Tiller. They said, We be twelve brethren. But one 
is not. We can hear. We can shout. We got power. We can dance. We can run. We're twelve brethren. But one is not. He says, you're spies. They said, no, we're not spies. He said, send one of you and let the, let him fetch your brother. And you shall be kept in prison that your words may be proved, whether there be any truth in you, or else by the life of Pharaoh, surely you are spies. And he put them all together into a ward three days. And Joseph said unto them, The third day this do and live, for I fear God. If ye be true men, let one of your brethren be bound in the house of your prison and go carry corn for the famine of your houses. But bring your youngest brother unto me. Don't come back to Egypt without Benjamin. Don't come see us again. Without power. Because everybody knows how to dance. Everybody knows how to preach. Everybody knows what separates us. is the power of the name. I'm telling every preacher in this house tonight. Revival is standing in Egypt. Saying don't come down here without power. Don't come down here without demonstration. Don't. If you want to see revival. You're going to have to bring power. If you want to see glory. If you want to see addition. If you want to see sand and stars. You better bring some power. Something happens. Joseph grabs Simeon. Simeon's name means to hear. And he binds him up and throws him in prison. And the nine brothers go back and tell their daddy, we got a little corn. But we lost Simeon. And he won't see us again until we come to Egypt with Benjamin. And here's where the apostolic church is living today. Jacob groans inside of himself. He said, you have bereaved me stolen it away. It's miscarried. It's aborted. It's lost. You have bereaved me of my children. Joseph is not. Simeon is not. And now you want Benjamin. No! I won't lose the power. If he goes again, some mischief will come and I won't have any power and I won't have any word and I won't have any revival. But here's the problem with living around revival. Your little corn starts running out. And you start living like this. Here's a little drop on Sunday night. Here's a drop on Wednesday night. But don't eat too much because that's all we got. And the apostolic church that's been prophesied, the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ shall cover the earth as the waters through the sea. We've been happy living without revival. We go by every now and then and we look back 115 years ago to some awakening, some great movement that swept the country and we look at the bloody garment of what might have been and we say, Joseph! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, he is not. God. <laughs> Reuben says, sit him with me. Instability. 
double-mindedness. No truth, no absolutes, no direction, no stand. Says, send him with me. No! I'm not going that way. I'm not going charismatic. I'm not doing that. But I, cause I don't want to lose Benjamin. But I still don't have revival. But here's the problem with living out revival. You don't have enough to feed your little ones. We got enough to keep all us old gray-headed people in church, but we don't have enough power and demonstration and we don't have the ability to add. We keep praying them through and losing them. We keep praying them through and losing them because Joseph is not Judah said, Daddy, we're going to die without Joseph. The answer's in Egypt, Daddy. There's bread in Egypt. There's corn in Egypt. I want to tell you something, Pastor. The answer to every problem you got is in Egypt. The answer to every problem you got is in revival. That new bus driver you need, he's in Egypt. That new piano player you need, she's in Egypt. That new drummer, God have mercy. That new drummer you need, he's in Egypt. Your Sunday school director, he's in Egypt. God have mercy. You want to get rid of church trouble? Have revival. You want to get rid of carnality on your platform? Have revival. It's in Egypt. You've got to extend yourself one more time. But we're happy coming to church. I know Jesus. I know God. I got the word. I got power. But I don't have revival. And revival is in Egypt saying, if you'll come down here with power, so Judah shows up. He said, Daddy, send the lad with me. Judah's name means praise. Celebration. Judah said, Daddy, I will be a surety unto him. The word surety means to braid, to intertwine, to twist together. Judah said, if you'll take Benjamin, the power and the demonstration of the Holy Ghost and you'll intertwine him in your praise. I'm going to tell you something church. Everybody in Pentecost, everybody in the world has seen dancing and shouting but Judah saying if you'll tie me together with praise and power you'll show the world something they ain't never seen before. You'll get healed. Send him with me, and we will come again, that we may live and not die. You and me and our little ones. Daddy, send Benjamin to Egypt, and let me take him. Isaac said, why has it got to be this way? Why did you tell him you had a brother? Judah said he already knew. They know you can shout. They know we're the holy rollers and the aisle runners. Dancers, but have... 
When are we going to intertwine Judah and Benjamin? That when you come to our church on Sunday night, we're not dancing just because we like to dance. We're dancing because we believe there's corn in Egypt and we want God. Some of you ain't with me, but that's all right. I'm telling you the answer's in revival. The money's in the fish's mouth. If you... Quit praying for God to send you somebody from another church and go to Egypt. Extend yourself. Take a risk. Knock a door. Step out in faith. But don't go by yourself. Put Judah and Benjamin together. Let's go to Egypt. Let's go in the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm not just going to dance on Sunday night, but when you tell me you're sick in Walmart, I'm going to pray for you because I'm coming to Egypt, but I'm bringing Benjamin with me. I'm not just shouting. I'm not just dancing. I'm demonstrating the power. How come it's so easy for us to believe and preach, Brother Mills, that 12 disciples who didn't have the Holy Ghost could go forth two by two and preach the kingdom, heal the sick, raise the dead. And they had to bring their power back. And that same power that they healed with is in us. That's why Peter told the lame man, What I have, give I unto thee. Jacob says, Why? Why? But then he gets desperate. And he says, If it must be so now, Take the best fruits of the land and carry it down. Take the man a present, a little bomb, a little honey, some spices and myrrh. Take double money. Because we're not real sure Benjamin can get the job done. So they go to Egypt. Judah and Benjamin braided together. He said, I'll be a surety to him. And what they didn't know was this whole time They've been looking revival right in the face and didn't recognize it. That thing that we've lived a generation saying, Joseph, is not. It's been so long since we've had it, we don't even recognize it. Well, they got some, some of them got the Holy Ghost, but it's just some kids. It's just some Mexicans. Benjamin said, that's revival. That's revival. That's revival. I know what revival looks like. Come on, I'm telling you, revival's in Egypt. There's a harvest in Egypt, Brother Ken. There's a harvest in Egypt. I'm getting ready to quit. They stand... Before Joseph, they get a little corn. When you go to Egypt, revival will make sure you come back. Puts a cup in his basket. You have to come back again. <laughs> they come back in chapter 45. 
then Joseph could not refrain himself. Preacher, I preach right there. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you something. That if you extend yourself out, if you'll keep making that, my God, have mercy. It's a risk. Oh, it's a risk, Bubba. I'm going to tell you, you may lose a half of your church. You may lose, but you may get revival. You may get a harvest. But if somehow we can get Judah and Benjamin tied together, revival won't be able to refrain. It won't be able to hold back anymore. It'll show you who it is. He said, cause every man to go out for me. There stood no man before him. Go ahead, Mr. Sister. Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. He wept aloud, and the Egyptians in the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Doth my father yet live? His brethren could not answer, for they were troubled at his presence. Joseph said unto his brother, Come near me, I pray you. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Now therefore be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that you sold me hither, for God did send me before you to preserve life. These two years hath the famine been in the land, and there are yet five more years, and there shall be neither earring nor harvest. That's where we're at right now. The world is crumbling. There's no ears. There's no harvest. But God's got a harvest in the storehouse. That's waiting on God's church. We're going in high. Joseph said, God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God. And he hath made me a father to Pharaoh and a lord of all his house and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Watch this. Haste ye. Go up to my father and say unto him, Thus saith thy son Joseph, God hath made me Lord of all the land of Egypt. Come down unto me, tarry not, and thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen, and thou shalt be near unto me, thou and thy children, and thy children's children, and your flocks, and your herds, and all their flocks, and I will nourish you, and all that I have is yours. Tell him. Behold. Tell Jacob. Behold. Your eyes. See. And the eyes of Benjamin. See. That it is my mouth. That speaketh unto you. This is a part I like. He said, verse 18, verse 17, laid your beast, go, get you unto the land of Canaan, and take your father and your households, and come unto me, and I will give you the good of the land of Egypt, and you shall eat the fat of the land. Watch this. Now thou art commanded. Take you 
wagons. Yeah, wagons. <laughs> yeah. When you go to Egypt without Benjamin, you come back with sacks. But when you go to Egypt with Benjamin and Judah, you come back driving wagons. Preacher to a preacher, go to Egypt. There's a wagon. There's a wagon that's supposed to come to your church. There's a wagon on its way, but you gotta go show him how to get there. Bring your little ones. Bring your wives. Bring your fathers. Watch this. And regard not your stuff for the good of all the land is yours. How are we going to pay our building off? How are we going to build it? Go find a wagon. There's a wagon. I got to finish. And the children of Israel did so. And Joseph gave them wagons according to the commandment of Pharaoh and gave them provision for the way. Revival pays for itself. To all them, he gave each man changes of raiment. But to Benjamin, he gave 300 pieces of silver at Changes the raiment and to his father. He sent after this manner ten asses laden with the good things of Egypt, and ten she asses laden with corn and bread and meat for his father. By the way, so he sent his brethren away, and they departed. And he said unto them, See that you fall not out of the way. And they went up out of Egypt, and they came into the land of Canaan unto their father. And he's sitting on the porch, Billy Tiller. Yeah. Bereaved. Yeah. Starving. Holding a bloody coat. Hey. Oh, Joseph is not. Simeon is not. Benjamin yeah. is in Egypt. <laughs> Supreme Court passed the decision. Church world's under attack. What are we going to... All these things are against me. Beat down. Lost promises. The sand's gone. The stars are gone. The nations are gone. He says, it's all gone. But he heard something. He heard a rumbling and a cracking. He heard He heard harness chains rattling. Watch this. And they told him, saying, Joseph is yet alive. And he is governor over all the land of Egypt. Watch this. And his heart fainted because he believed them not. How many times have you heard it preached? You're going to have revival. How many times have you heard it preached? Hundred souls are coming. There's wagons coming. There's revival in Egypt and time again but reality sets in and we get calloused and our hearts faint because we don't believe it and they told him all the words of Joseph which he had said unto them and he still didn't believe them 
when he saw the wagon brother Tiller the Bible said his spirit revived in him and he said I will go and see it before I die I was going to die in the last chapter we were starving but when I saw the wagons when I saw 79 in one year I saw my spirit I'm going to see it before I die Watch this. I'm not done. I'm almost done. Israel took his journey with all that he had. And he came to Beersheba. And he offered sacrifices unto God. And he said, I am God. The God of your father. Fear not go down to Egypt I will surely bring thee up again watch this and Joseph revival the ability to add the thing you live for 20 years without Joseph shall put his hands upon thine eyes hold on hold on hold on what does that mean? God said, Jacob, go to Egypt. Because I'm going to make of you a great nation. You've only got 70 souls. And they're starving. But when you get to Egypt, the last thing you're ever going to see, when you are open in death revival Joseph is going to close your eye I'm telling some preacher it's not too late somebody start looking for wagons it's time to get revived in your spirit there's revival in Egypt there's corn in Egypt there's addition there's multiplication there's sand there's stars in Egypt my God I feel the Holy Ghost rising in my spirit telling some pastor there's a wagon on its way to your church there's a wagon on its way you need to go meet it I'm going to see it before I die I'm going to see it before I die I won't live without it I won't live Joseph is not I'm going to see it so we got two choices Brother Dwayne, we can live without it. And we can show up to these meetings. And we can preach about power. We can preach about the goodness of God. And we can just tell each other one of these days. Joseph is not one of these days. Or we can say when Judah shows up, send him with me. And when we come back, I'm going to be sitting on top of a wagon. I'm telling somebody right now in the Holy Ghost, there is one person in your city that if you find him, He's going to change the entire demographic of your church. Where is he at? He's in Egypt. He's not going to find you. You've got to find him. You've got to take Judah. You've got to take praise and power and say, I'm going.
going to Egypt. I don't know what it looks like, but I'll know it when I see it. He's going to reveal himself to me. I'm going to find Judah. I'm going to find Benjamin. And I'm going to find Joseph. And he's going to put his hand over my eyes. I want you to close your eyes right now. I want you to picture it with me. As ten wagons loaded down with the good stuff. Twenty donkeys laden with corn and meat and bread. Brother Tiller, can you imagine what happened in Joe's Jacob's spirit when he stood up out of that porch? He hadn't believed in a revival in a long time, but he saw 20 donkeys and 10 wagons. And his spirit. You want your church to come back to life? Go to Egypt. You want to get excited about preaching again? Go to Egypt. You want to get excited on Sunday night? Go to Egypt. Because Joseph is still alive. Revival's not dead. It's not gone. It's not escaped us. It didn't die in the latter rain. It's in Egypt. God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I tell you what I'm going to do in Cross City. I had 64 Sunday. 12 of them were first time guests. Never been to my church before. We baptized too. You know what I saw? I didn't see 64. I saw wagons. I saw wagons. I need a drummer. He's in Egypt. I need a service leader. He's in Egypt. I mean, it's in Egypt. So I'm going to find Judah. I'm going to find Benjamin. And I'm going to Egypt. I don't You can't do it there. Yes, I can. Because there's revival in Egypt. Friend Daniels, there's revival in Jack's Creek. You've just got to go to Egypt. There's revival. There's a wagon that somebody wants to drive to your church. You're looking at a young punk. Some of you don't like me. And that's all right. I don't like myself sometimes. But I refuse to live the rest of my life looking at a bloody coat saying all these things are against me. I refuse to live the rest of my life saying Joseph is not. Oh, we're having good church. We got bored and we're holding on. No, I'm tired of living. I'm going to Egypt. I'm going to Egypt. You may lose everybody. Yeah, but I'm going to find some wagons. I'm going to find revival in Egypt. Fear not. I know some of you elders are telling me right now. You can't live in Egypt. And you're right. But they went down there 70. But when they came out, Brother Kassler, there were 600,000 men. When they went down there, they had 70. But when they came out, there were millions of them. Because there's revival. There's sand in Egypt. There's stars in Egypt. There's nations in Egypt. 
I wish somebody would run to this altar, throw your hands in the air, and make a commitment. I'm going to tie Judah and Benjamin together. I'm going to Egypt in the demonstration of the Holy Ghost. I'm not just going to praise. I'm going to operate in the power. Come on, preacher. Find you a brother. Put your arm in his. And say, let's go to Egypt. Let's go to Egypt. Let's go to Egypt. There's money in the fish's mouth. There's corn in Egypt. There's wagons in Egypt. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, reach over. Get somebody by the hand. Pray together. There's revival in Egypt. Let's shout. Let's shout. I refuse to live. Joseph is not. Oh, I'm claiming my promise. God has promised to me.